What's going on, everyone? This is Tuck Money here. We're uh, going, what, episode eight, Nikki, today? Episode eight, Tuck. Yes, we are. Episode eight, no Tuck's given. You know, just keeping the vibes going, keeping the flow rolling, trying to do what we can without our boy Nate. Shout out to him. We already miss you big time. Uh, Nikki, you got any words for Nate? Nate, you know. We hate to just jump into it like this, but, I mean, we, we miss the guy. We do miss him. It's like um, we miss his presence more than maybe we personally miss him dear to dear. Yeah. Like, Nate, I... We miss his work. Right. I, I like telling you, hey, can you go grab the chairs downstairs, bring them up to the studio while I'm up here, like, pretending to set up. Like, I miss that. Fact check, Nate. Yeah. Yeah. No, no more fact check guy to my right. Nate, I, when I say, hey, can you go grab me a beer in the fridge while I'm sitting on the couch during a live stream? Like, I could go do it, but... When you're here, it, it just... He just does it better than us. Right. Like, the way you do it, the way you hand me a beer is just so much more inviting than the way I can just grab a beer for myself. And it makes you really want to drink a beer. Speaking of beers, what do we got for the beer of the app? Let them know, Nix. We got the Lagunitas Hazy Wonders, 6%. It's got kind of like a citrus, cashmere, and comet hops. Pretty good. It's got like a little riddle on it that kind of stumped me and Tuck for a little bit. Giving you off that kind of like hazy, kind of majestic wonder. It's a beautiful can. It's got that yellowish blue vibe to it. Uh, I shouldn't say yellowish. It is yellow and blue. So a yellow bluish vibe to it. It's like a teal. Yeah, and it's a nice little dog on it. The dog's pink, so I, I like that. The hazy, it's got that little stoner type font. So I, I support it. 6%. Solid beer. Solid beer to say the fucking least. Uh, speaking of beer, we yeah, I guess it's really not beer. More speaking of tequila. Okay, we're talking Cinco de Mayo a couple days ago. Yeah, we know, but we're still recovering. All right, Nikki, he had us over. It was a uh, margarita night and taco night. Was, you know, obviously it fell on Taco Tuesday, so what he had to do, you had to make tacos. It was it was really good. We got about six pounds of meat. I was really upset. Tell them the options. You gave us options. I, you know, we had the carne asada and then the chicken. El pollo. El pollo. But I was really upset because the... The pastor was all out at the Mexican market. And, and you, you know, know. Yeah, exactly. You know it was fire. That's the hitter. And he told me there was a 10-minute line to pretty much to get in. You right. know, they're obviously doing like five people in at a time, making sure everyone's staying safe. But anytime you're out of the – you got a line like that and you're out of the pastor, that just indicates nothing but good things. I was so upset. And homie was like – right away I came in. I was like, oh, here, let me get a pound of this, a pound of carne asada, a pound of chicken – a pound of pastor and he's like he shows me what a pound is and I go all right scratch that we'll go two pounds of each and he's like I'm out of the pastor and the way he we had that moment where we like kind of locked eyes and he was just like buddy you're too late like as yeah. if like I'm a fool for you're not a rookie knowing. you're a rookie uh, you, were, you were not a exactly. vet in that situation it was my first time at the market hell of a market it was really dope I'm excited to go back again hopefully in the near future but yeah Cinco de Mayo I don't drink tequila and yeah, if if you know us, we don't like tequila. No. I mean, we're gonna be honest. So you know, you you hear someone say that, and you think, "Wow, p- p- pussy." Well, butter us up and call us pussies because we just don't like it like that. But on Cinco de Mayo, obviously, what are we gonna do? We're gonna drink it. And the margs, we had mango, we had pineapple. We were getting fruity fatistas like Taco Bell vibes with this kind of shit. I, I like that. I had one of the best margaritas I've ever had, and then. It went south because we started taking shots of the 1800, and then you got loaded Coronas coming at you. It's like, I mean, at what point am I going to throw up? No, exactly. I, once you hit the post-taco threshold, you start taking a couple shots, then you switch to beer. That's when your stomach is out of whack. And you know, like, when you're about to eat the tacos, you're like, ah, fuck, I'm really hungry, but if I eat these, 
hopefully they taste as good coming out as they did going down because right. they're going to come out. They're coming up. You know, there's nothing like, you can do about that. I- exactly. It's, it's, it's inevitable. I honestly. think, I think my margarita count was about three before we ate and you know, I'm obviously making some of the food. We set all that. And, shit and we're not talking like a flimsy mark. All right. We're talking like no. it's strong, but, but mind you, the pineapple and mango, it really made it subtle that tequila taste. So you have two or three of those. It's almost like fucking jungle juice damn near. And the margarita mix had already Jose Cuervo in it, which I honestly didn't know was a thing. So that whoever oh, decided yeah, that, to... Those marg mixes are normally like 12, 12 and a half percent or so. So, so like, yeah, there you go. And then add the, another three shots of tequila to it. Oh yeah. So you're just buzzing off a couple of those. And at that point, it's just like, you're, you're feeling great. You know, you, you bless, you bless the presence of our house with, uh, oh, let's get that off. Let's yeah, get I'm that sorry. off. Sorry about that folks. There we go. Bless the presence of the house with a nice 24 pack of Rona. So it got to the point where I'm like, I don't want to keep making margaritas. We just ate. So give me a Rona. But then people are all they're They're drunk now. They're excited. They got food in their stomach. They're ready to go. And they're Rona's like, are getting, you let's know, take shots. Yeah. They're getting put aside. It's time to rip the shots. And then out of nowhere, Sir Robert Burnett comes in and just says, Hey, I'm, I'm old Chico reliable. Don't forget about me. I'm right. Chico water. And then obviously it's nice mixing clear with clear, but mixing tequila with vodka is just, it's, it's not going to be a pretty sight when it's all said and done. A hundred percent. And it's one, it's one of those things where we were so drunk so early in the day that it felt so late. Like we, we like decided to kind of venture out a little bit in Chico and it was only nine 30 and we were back at my house by 10 30 still drinking, but it felt like it was two in the morning. That's and how early we started drinking. That's how early. And I think that's just the tequila. Like, like I said, I don't drink tequila. I woke up yesterday. They say it makes your clothes fall off. Ex- oh, I, I'm surprised I wasn't streaking around I on came, campus I, yeah, or something, I man. came home. Thank God Nikki was fully clothed because I was expecting maybe just boxers only. If I was lucky, it would have just been completely naked on the couch. But mm. it, it, I wasn't. So that's okay because I'm glad it, it didn't result to anything like that. You know, you... you you hate to see when you go down that path. I've seen you go down that path a couple times, and for you to avoid it on such a historic day like Cinco de Drinco, it it earned it's my nice. respect. It yeah, earned my respect. I, I appreciate that. I, I hope everyone is doing a lot better a couple days after because I know I, I woke up yesterday, and I was still pissed drunk. If you want to earn respect, I don't think the best option is pulling a gun on your husband. No. Nina Thomas, what the tuck were you thinking? What the tuck, ladies and gentlemen. Here it is. It's been a while, but... This is a great what the tuck moment. And it involves Earl Thomas, the safety for the Ravens, former safety, part of the Legion of Boom. And he's just a hitter. He's a hitter. And he almost got hit. Yeah. By his own wife. By his own wife, Nina. You know, he, he knew what he was signing up for when he married a Nina. He married a bitch named Nina. Like, uh, okay, a girl named Nina. A girl named Nina, sorry. sorry. But, but, I mean, exactly. He, he signed that document. Hopefully she signed one too. You know, got to get the prenup when you got the money like that. But, like, come on, Earl. The, the, this was part of the deal that you, that you fucking committed to. Right. So, you, put a mean, ring, you put a ring around it. Yeah. Obviously, you don't expect a gun to get drawn on you. But when you're having fucking an orgy with your brother and a couple other girls and she, she finds out a... Uh, it's safe to say anything's fucking possible. Let's rewind a little bit and give give everyone the nice kind of diagnosis of the story. What happened? I mean, Earl Thomas. Actually, I'll let you break it down a little bit more because you broke it down okay, well to okay. me. Okay. So 
his wife basically searched him up, hacked his Snapchat account to see his location. Somehow able to get the Snap location. Right, and so... Earl, you're asleep for that one. You can put it in your settings to be turned off, so yep. either she's psycho and wanted it to be on, or he's just not woke, but... It's almost like... That, it's a flag right there for Earl. So yeah. we, got, let's, we got one flag on Earl so far in the whole scenario. And it's not like unnecessary roughness that he's used to. It's just a stupidity no. flag. Yeah. Bonehead. Almost bonehead like an unsportsmanlike conduct. Like, yeah. buddy, what were you doing there? You yeah. know, if you're going to go and cheat on your wife, make sure she can't fucking search you up via Snapchat yeah. via your location. Don't so. cheat on your wife. But yeah, yeah. Back it up again. Don't cheat on your wife. Yeah. Don't cheat on your wife. If you get married, be loyal. But if you're going to do that and go Earl Thomas's route, that's Earl Thomas's route, then. Don't have your location on. Yeah. Be more woke. Okay. But so. keep letting it fly. So she finds his location. She goes with her two homegirls, and it's at an Airbnb. And, you know, she doesn't really know what she's going to find when she walks inside. And, you know, it's a, it's a shitty scenario for any wife to go find her husband. And she opens the door, and essentially what was in the house was Earl Thomas and his brother Seth. And yeah. first of all, just yeah. Earl Thomas, Thomas and Seth Thomas. Like, talk about some white guys. That, that, yeah, for real. <laughs> that like, don't look white. That don't look white. That you wouldn't expect to be an NFL player and his brother. Yeah. And so here we are. And they're having they're having an orgy. We're not going to sugarcoat it for you guys. Like they weren't like in other Oral, anal, rooms. we don't know. Vaginal, we don't know at the time. Right. For all we know, Seth and Earl could have been doing something funky. Sure. But she sees it and, and oh, what does she do? She pulls, she pulls out a gun. And so now keep in mind that the gun did not have a clip in it, but... The bitch didn't check the chamber. Hey, hey, hey. The, the, uh, Nina didn't Nina. check the chamber. I'm sorry. I'm it's sorry. It's a song, so I'm gonna, I'm, we're going to let this one I'm slide, worked up. Listeners. I'm worked up a little bit just talking about it. I'm sorry. Nina didn't check the chamber. There was one in the chamber. She's waving the gun around, pointing it at the girls, pointing it at Earl. She's obviously pissed. Apparently, the, the girl she was with, her posse sort of say, like, one of them had a knife kind of swinging it around. Like, they're obviously going to be very upset, irate, not know what they're doing. And so she points the gun and puts it damn near a foot away from uh, Earl Thomas's head is what the reports say. And, you know, the girls that um, Earl and his brother were with, they whip out their cell phones, you know, start recording and shit, and it leads to an altercation. And so Earl was able to wrestle the, the gun away from her. Um, he took a couple shots, a couple blows to the nose. Yeah, it sounded like he took a good shot to the nose. Yeah, like a good one-two maybe. Which, just... once again, when you're marrying a Nina, you have to realize you might get a close right. fist, maybe open hand every now and then. So, first of all, let's throw another flag to Nina because she had one in the chamber. Like, you could have killed your husband and gone to jail for the rest of your life. Over, Yeah, I mean, that, that would not have been a good look for her. I mean, yeah. Earl's already mad that this has came out, acting like, uh, buddy, there's no sports going on. You're you're not gonna get this story out of the media. Right. So just let it let it fucking bask in all the glory that it is, and let it be free. Okay, you know you fucked up. Own up to it. Maybe that's where you should start instead of coming out saying why the fuck's it out here. You know, maybe right. own up to the whole damn and thing. It, and it's great because he's almost like the victim in this scenario. <laughs> and, and it is. It it really is. It, it's like the villain who's a hero because right. He really is. He's the, he's the bad guy. And, and then somehow he's trying to make himself become the good guy. It's like, Earl, ah, I want to cut you some slack, but I, I can't. Like, it, I think it's just funny because usually in these scenarios, the male is never the bad guy. 
You know what I mean? Like, especially when, like, these big-name players, they caught in, like, cheating scandals. Usually in the NFL, it's more of, like, a domestic violence kind of thing, which obviously, you know, is never right. In this scenario... Fuck you, Tyreek Hill. Like, he, he cheated on his wife, and he got caught red-handed. And the only reason it was somewhat okay is because his wife could have killed him right there for it. You know? Yeah. If What if, what if we woke up and the story was Earl Thomas shot in the head after wife catches him cheating in an orgy? Like, and then she comes out like saying it was totally accidental, pretty much too, because obviously it's she, accidental manslaughter. Yeah, I mean, she would she would claim claim it's being accidental because she didn't know, but could it's like ima- there was one in the chamber it? and you had no you had no clue. That's that's that, not good. That court case would have been insane. Oh, it would have been like the female OJ. Exactly. So I mean, which is fitting that her name's Nina once again, Nina Thomas, OJ Simpson. Like they both have a ring to it, where it's just like. You're a killer. We're, we're not... But luckily, Nina isn't. She isn't. She's not. We're... It's, it's a funny scenario. Again, we've been... I don't know if there's anything funny about it, well, but... Well, I think it's funny that it's the, the light that's been shined upon it right now, and it's because we got, we got nothing, Tuck. We got no sports currently. We're, we're begging that basketball comes back in a month or so. The football schedule is about to drop, and we don't even know if we're going to be able to go see a game. You yeah. Know? We, so, we find out that Las Vegas and the Bucks. Got a nice little Sunday night football game, week seven, in LV, the fucking Sin City. And Nikki and I are debating we want to buy tickets really bad. We want to make the move and, and push out there. But it's like, fuck, I, I've, I've been trying to stand pat with my take of that. I don't think there will be fans right. come uh, football season. So, And I've, I've said on air, I'm, I'm pretty sure, too, that I want to go to this game. But, again, just like you're saying, I'm hesitant to buy Tickets, because you know you're not just buying a ticket to the football game. You're it's airfare, hotel. Like you're you're spending a lot of money, and you kind of have to cough it up up front, and for it to get canceled, and then have to go through all the process of a refund, making sure. Oh, you it's a pain it in the ass. It's fucking. You, you sucks. never want to deal with the airline industry. You never want to deal with the hotel industry, and then just the NFL. It's like fuck them. You never know what fast one Roger Goodell and can, company fucking could pull. So. And and this is what also makes me think like because Goodell's such a piece of shit. That the NFL, they're gonna have to try to do something around it because they don't want to lose these fans and lose that income that you know obviously the games are gonna get. Whereas like the NBA, they're taking you know they they suspended the season right away and then everyone kind of followed suit from there. But Roger Goodell is you know he's planning he's he's got his big fucking uh, poster portraits on the ground with his crayons and he's trying to figure out a way. Oh, he's... How, how do I get this to work out in my favor so I can continue to make money? He's like, oh, I'm I'm pretty sure he said he's not paying himself. For like half the year or oh, something. Yeah. It's like Because you definitely needed that money, Gosh, Roger. Piece of shit. I mean, luckily we, we had uh, Jeff Passan coming out saying that uh, baseball, it's it's honestly looking like uh, going to come out spring training in June and then hopefully the season resuming in July. So that's, that's good news. Uh, I think a short season would be great for the Oakland A's. And I, I truly think this is going to be their year. They got guys like Simeon. Uh, coming a free agent they got Matt Olson and uh, Matt Chapman they're about to be eligible for arbitration so that's going to start becoming a uh, money war and I just I want something and baseball right. is it's obviously not the flashy sport that we all want to see uh, you don't see the CTE you don't see the fights but it's uh, actually you, you occasionally see a fight you know you get a fastball inside someone wants to fucking the charge best. them out yeah those that, are the highlights I watch it. yeah so I, ideally, it comes back, and, and Passon's not fucking around pulling our chain on this one. But I don't know. You know, I haven't heard anything else. Uh, it's it's going to be interesting to see. And I I I just want sports, man. I, I mean, it's, it's I, I'm sounding like a broken record over here, just really repetitive. But fuck, 
it's it's getting to the point. I kind of want to switch in and talk a little about the coronavirus, just because, you know, people are people are getting antsy. People are starting to get upset. Even here in and California, you're starting to see some some Russell Jimmies. Oh, 100 percent. People and are mad. It's it's it's. First of all, I think it's scary sometimes to see how dumb people of our country can be, in the sense of like you know they're talking. Obviously, I, I think there are some things that maybe I don't want to go too into it with the whole government and shit. But you can't get too political. We, we, yeah, and that's not what we're about here. Not at all. Not even a little bit. But for the sake of today, you know, we're deprived of sports. We, we, need, we need this to get resolved sooner rather than later. Yeah. And so, you know, there's people and they believe it's a myth. They, they don't believe the death counts, yada, yada, yada. I think the social distancing thing, they need to kind of let off in a way to make it easier for people to kind of like – re-enter society and just kind of have things go back to normal. ease back into action. Yeah. Yeah. See, then it just comes down to a lot of regulations, restrictions. Right. Uh, I mean, you're not going to be able to keep a head count on a beach. I mean, unless you're really fucking starting to pay someone to... You have a bouncer. Yeah, you know, a bouncer on the (laughs) beach. beach A bouncer. Could you imagine? Talk about that. That guy would have to be pretty big because you get some some big heads out there at the the beach. Right. So, I mean, at the end... Nevertheless, hey, 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 stop, 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 stop. I stopped myself, okay? Anyways, (laughs) I think the government actually might be one of the uh, most undervalued Jimmy wrestlers because whatever they do, someone's Jimmys are getting wrestled. And I'm just now thinking of this take. They're up there in the top three for sure. I mean, you got troll accounts on Twitter that are probably up there. You got like that occasional asshole that you might hang out with who's just everything he says is a joke slash trolling. And then you got the government who just, whatever they do, someone's jimmies are going to be wrestled. Yeah. No, so everyone's going to be th- the power that they have when it comes to that. Oh, I can only imagine how good that feels. I think we're definitely going to see very shortly. Some of these, at least for California, I know things are starting to trend in the upwards direction. I know we just had a, a death toll or a not, not maybe a death. toll. honestly, I don't know too much about it, but I think it was either the the amount of te- people that have been positive. Just, just say it and act like you fucking know it, and then the, the listeners wanna, will be like, "Oh yeah, he's right." I'm not gonna lie to my listeners out here. I, I want to make sure my sources are backed up. It's my, not lying; it's just talking. You know? Okay, whatever. Talk. <laughs> Don't wrestle my jimmies. We're not there yet, but you know, California. We're starting to trend in the upwards direction. Hopefully, soon we can start going outside, re-entering society, and you know, maybe all these basketball teams they can start going back to practice. You don't you get the trainers good, test everybody on the team, and let it ride from there. Like I, I don't, we don't need the fans in the stadiums, but the amount of good it will do for this country to have NBA come back and for us to get the playoffs would be insane. And to have basketball in the summer when there's no sports on other than baseball, but it's like the only best part about baseball in the summer is hopping on the hopping on the cow train, going to a, a Giants game, getting pissed drunk. Running around in the stadium for an hour and then leaving, heading back on the train, doing yeah, the same watching thing. a couple innings, you know? and then you're like, "Fuck, all right, I'm over this one." Right. But see, I'm a big time advocate actually for staying full nine innings. I've gone to a bunch of baseball games. I feel like, you know, I've had a, I've had people make it to the seven and then they're just over it. It's like if it's a bad game, I understand, but if it's a good game, I'm I'm, I'm there for nine. Yeah. Hopefully more, to be honest. You know, it's free baseball at that point. Sure. So that's that's my my whole take on that. Now we're getting a little sidetracked. We're getting all over the place. All over the place was what Giannis's Twitter fucking looked like, honestly, earlier today. Yep. That was insane. This man, for those of you who don't know, Giannis Antetokounmpo, 
goose knots. Hopefully, you know, I, I pronounced that right, just like I did goose goose and knots. Onto Tacupo. Yeah, onto Tacupo. Onto Tacupo. Okay, we got it. What was the goose goose knots? Goose goose and knots. Goose and knots. I, I listened to someone else say it, by the way. I think it was Colin Coward, and I was pretty fucking spot on. Okay. It might have been Kellerman. Anyway. We'll, we'll, we'll move on. Giannis, give us some of the fucking tweets he said, Nikki. I mean, this guy, it, it, it was unbelievable. I could start us off with how he said, Ari, at Steph Curry, and says, I fucked your wife. So right from the get-go, he starts the whole thing, too, by the way. I should backtrack with, I'm going to the Golden State Warriors, or I'm going to the Warriors, whatever. So that, that instantly just, people are like, okay, this guy probably was hacked, but I'm, I've, I've heard rumors about it before, so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to listen to what he has to say. And then he just lets the shit flow and flow and flow, and you're like, all right, you were hacked. He, he took a long time to figure it out, too. It's like, Giannis, I mean, you got to get a better social media team, bud. Like, fit foe that one. He, he, this person who hacked him said some out of pocket shit. So yeah, you mentioned what he said about a couple wife. Kobe Bryant digs. We're not going to go over those. Those are very disrespectful. Fuck that. He um, he said that he's going to the Warriors. Right. That was one of the tweets, which just kind of that rustles my jimmies. It really fucking you know it it glazes my donut if I'm being honest because I don't want to see that happen. And the more and more, just this alone is going to give people a reason to talk about, is Giannis going to the Warriors? Like, no, his Twitter got hacked, you know? Yeah. But he said some fucking racist shit on here. He um, he said that... Gave LeBron James a little dig, too. I remember seeing that. Yeah, he said, fuck King James. He tried to hire a hitman on me. So at this point, it's like, all right, we get it. He had a couple misses, I'm not going to lie. He did mention someone with an at of... What was it again? Like X I O girl or some shit like that. So uh, what I what, what I did, what I, yeah, what I did is I looked it up. I traced it back to some weird account, some Paris, uh, some French girl, as Nikki would like to call him Frenchie for those AWLs out there. And I I come to that account. I end up seeing another account that's linked to this guy named Chris. His at is dickhead. So. Chris, we get it. You're you're probably a good troll. But, Says a lot right there. But his first tweet that I see is me on Kobe's grave, and this isn't me, folks, but it's it's a it's a gif of or excuse me a gif of Snoop Dogg dancing. So I I go to investigate a little bit, and I see this guy. This might be the guy that fucking hacked Jonas. I mean, he, and, he and is then, a dickhead. Then he, then he says, "I love this girl," and adds the X O G I U L girl. So it's like. I, I have no clue what's going on. Her tweets are protected, so that's how I know that this dickhead guy is thriving off of it because it, he'd probably block his account or make it private, and she's over there just like, I don't want any part of this right now. I, I think there's definitely a connection between dickhead and this exo girl, whatever, you know. Because Giannis tweets that saying, I miss her, or, or I, you know. It's and like, he does like the same, kind of the same tweet, looks like the same writing damn near. But like something's fishy. Who like how how did this kid hack hack his Instagram or and, his uh, Twitter? Excuse me. And it was like other things too. You know, it's it, 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 he was all over the place. So right. I don't know. I'm looking at this guy. He he doesn't look hella old. So I, I some of the stuff he said, I I didn't think he'd have the wit to come up with it. So that might put him off the radar. But it's very sus. Yeah, it's very sus. This is just five to ten minutes of investigating too. If I had like. The the uh, what was that cat documentary? If I had people like a squad uh, like that, where they don't just, fuck with cats, yeah, don't fuck with cats. If I had a squad like that who's just investigating, we could bust this bad boy out probably in an hour. To be honest, if I had a full team, 
What a doc that was, too. Oh, that was very deranged. Giannis goes on with some some derogatory shit about African-Americans. He says some um, shit about Asian people, um, kind of referring to the corona. He says some fucked up shit. He says, fuck Chris Middleton. I want to play with some actual shooters, <laughs> which you could really diagnose to be a lot of things. Like that, that statement alone means a lot of things. Like is Chris Middleton, you know, just, yeah, he shows up to practice and then he just goes home, you know, lives like an average lifestyle. Chris has been balling this season too. He's is had he, a hell of a is year. Is he a hitter though? I mean, he probably isn't, but fuck, he, did, he, he doesn't even have a hoop in his house. I'm pretty sure we read that like a couple weeks ago. Mm. Remember the Bucks? Most of them didn't He's even have hoops. Out. I don't even think Giannis did. Yeah. So it's like, I, I guess he really isn't the shooter that, that Steph is, that Clay is. But for one moment, Chris Middleton hadn't seen any of these tweets, and he specifically saw that one and was like, okay. I'm calling this man right now. What the, what the <laughs> fuck's up Giannis's ass? Like, are you really going to tweet this about me, dog? And then Giannis probably was just dumbfounded. and had no fucking clue what was going on, clearly, because he got so many fucking tweets off this hacker. So what if this is just a plot twist and it was Giannis the whole time, and he just says some fucked up shit thinking he can get away with it? Oh, I'm the MVP of the last season, you know? I'm- I mean, anytime you tweet a bunch of outlandish shit like that, you could, you could for sure get away with it. No one's going to expect that was you. Right. It's like... Unless you pull like the Quavo and is like, he he clearly got his DMs exposed and shit. You know, with Cardi, you remember that? It was, yeah. it's Quavo. Uh, it was, was excuse it, was me, it uh, excuse me, not Quavo, Offset, and uh, just bam, out of nowhere, po- gets exposed on the DMs. Then he goes hacked. to Twitter and just says like, some some very uh, uh, not uh, what you, not heterosexual stuff. Some very some you know some, right. some bad stuff. And it was like, okay, this is clearly not Offset, but. Let's be real. We just saw you on Instagram 45 minutes ago. We, we know it's you. Don't, don't pull this bullshit and yeah. act like you got hacked. You tweeted, I like to suck dick. That's, mm-hmm. what, that's, what, that's what the tweet was. Your hand's in the cookie jar there. Yeah. I mean, Cardi B, the fact that she's still with him, salute to her. I just think this, this could, young- she, she could pull a Nina Thomas moment. Oh geez, I think she'd pull the fucking trigger. <laughs> I don't think this this Nina Thomas, she, she'd straight yeah, off uh, offset. No, uh, uh, <laughs> could you imagine? Oh, uh, that was a that was a dad joke, and I I loved every bit of it. I think shout out Dan. I think you're absolutely fucking right. She probably probably would have pulled the trigger. And I've been like, ah, that bitch like, wouldn't come with just one in the chamber tuck. She'd have a full on clip in there, probably rack. an extendo, just pop, pop, pop. Straight zombie land, like double tap, like, okay, okay, not even check on him, give the double tap, and then, like, be like, she'd totally flip out after and be like, I didn't, I didn't mean to, I didn't mean to. Like, it'd be, it'd be bad. It'd be very bad. It'd be like some batshit crazy shit. Like, the cops come and then she's got her girls, like, holding her back, like, <laughs> Just she, a bunch of strippers. Just she, she's clawing and she's going for their hair. Like <laughs> yeah. a full-on just girl fight. Oh, wigs would be flying. Dude, the, the Giannis thing, I don't know, man. Uh, obviously, he's not going to go and, and do this shit himself unless there's a master plan to it. I, I, I kind of want to— I still stand by my statement. I'm sorry, but he's not going to the Warriors. But what, what do you want to run by? I wondered what the, the King James tweet means. King James hired a hitman on him. I think that was just is like, there a deeper meaning to like, it? Or? See, that's part of those are like the tweets that make me think that Connor or Chad dickhead guy is is responsible for it because that's just like a, a lazy he probably thought was funny, but it's like no, you're you're 15. It's it's really not that funny. Or it's a cryptic message. I mean, potentially. I, I don't I don't ever see LeBron hiring a hitman, but you think he could do it himself? If LeBron wanted Giannis dead, it'd be in his own hands. Not on the court. A hundred percent. Not on the court. I mean. 
That'd be a fucking fight and a half, one on one. Could you imagine? Like the reach, obviously we know goes to Giannis, but then the weight, it's like Le- LeBron connects uh, two good ones, and Giannis is on the floor. It, it that I'd pay for that. I'd pay for that. <laughs> Dana White, get it going, UFC. Oh yeah, and we've got some UFC coming. What two days from now? I'm fucking excited that's, about that. That's literally the only like sports aspect of like an actual event we can look forward to. Do you know where that is? By are the way? We, are we gonna pay for it? No. no. Are we gonna watch it? Yes. yes. So, yeah, we pirate shit. Like, we're savages. Let's, let's not get our heads too big. Nate, we miss you, bud. Uh, shout out. Shout out to you. But I'm excited. Dana White, he, he's been able to manage this. I actually don't know where that's at. Let's see if we can get it on ESPN. Obviously, uh, there's, there's, I think, eight fights or so total. Actually, no, we're looking at, like, I think 12 or 13, say, I'm saying. Like 12 yeah. fights. I think we got Greg Hardy going, too. So I'm excited about that. Anytime oh you God. see that fucking behemoth of a man in the octagon, you know it's going to be either a knockout or from, from him or he's getting knocked out. Let me ask you something. When was the last time you bet on a sporting event? Do you remember? It's, it's been a while. Well, it's got to be basketball season, right? Like, I, must, yeah. I, I definitely threw on some Madden simulations one day. It did not go well. I went two for one. Well, you thought that it was the all-time teams. I thought you, it was the all-time teams. Ass. It was a different one. I, I bet on uh, the Steelers. I took you the, take the Steelers over the boys, right? Or no? Yeah, I yeah. took the Steelers over the Cowboys. And, um, like as of right now, too. So that's th- these teams, like, you're, not, you're not taking that. Big, Especially in a simulation of Madden where it's just so fucking beyond rigged. You already know the end result. The better team's most likely going to win. Big Ben threw a pick six to Jeff Heath. And Shout out new Las Vegas. It was Raider. about like a 98 yard return. It was like on, it was on the, in the red zone, like first and goal, just on a little fucking dig route right to Jeff Heath to the house the other way. And that was pretty much it from there. They couldn't come back. Vintage big Ben, to but, say the least. But yeah, I mean, shit, dude. I mean, maybe we check these lines. We look for these games like, or for the, for the fights. I mean, yeah. I mean, anytime you're, you're throwing on those, it's, it's, I don't want to say coin flip because there's odds for a reason, but you just you, it is you, you never you never know. Yeah, right. it's like at any point someone could just lights out, and, and so like what, and that's what, what you love about the UFC, and that's what Dana loves too. He just goes to sleep every night with both fists clenched. What are these rules though? Like, there's obviously no spectators and shit. Like, I don't think I don't think we're gonna get a crowd. No. So where where do these fight? Are I mean, I know we're not gonna get a crowd. They're not in Vegas, kidding. are they? Like well, I, they, whatever, prob- they probably are. Like whatever, this is bad that we don't know where they are. But what, Whatever UFC is doing, like this is what we need to s- soon see in the league. In Ideally. The, in, in the NBA. Dana White is just the man, and it's like at least Goodell is able to slap his dick on the table every now and then. Silver, the people love him, and that's probably the reason because he doesn't slap his dick on the table as sure. often as these other guys do. The NHL commissioner, I don't care. He's probably a piece of shit. Bud Selig. He's a piece of shit. Piece of shit. So, Dana, he's got the power in his hands right now, and and I bet he's gonna get some serious fucking viewers this weekend. I love that for him. I love. He's that. got two right here. Uh, exactly. Actually, you have actually you have none right here, Dana, because we're not gonna buy it. But True. still, still, Maybe. no, we're gonna buy it. Wink, wink. Yeah. Right. You know, Reddit, you fucked us, and Dana probably paid what if, you so much money to get those streams off. But we we can work around you. What if we bought it? Do you think he'd come and talk with us one day? No, no. no he's not yet. he's he's too too big for us. Too big. Uh, I think we could take him. Him and Nate, <laughs> that that'd be fucking rough. That'd be <laughs> that's a fucking semi truck coming at you. It's a coke machine. Yeah. Before before there was the uh, the fridge, there was Dana White. 
<laughs> and I don't even know if he's older or not, but there's no way Dana White would run him over. I mean, there's no way he's older, but I think Dana White would run the fridge over. Guys, we got we got some UFC coming up this weekend. Should be exciting. We got some interviews coming to you guys next week. We hope that everyone is fully recovered from Cinco de Mayo. They're ready for their weekend. Continue to uh, you know stay home, be safe, and um, that's yeah. another that's another one of those ones. I don't know like what it is in my brain, but it's gonna sound like it was edited. I swear. Well, like my my transition right the there. The transition. It's it, it was just like the perfect delay where the viewers or the listeners are gonna be like ah. I could tell they're editing still, but no, this is it's been one take. Should I do it again just for shits and gigs? No, no. no. I, I, I liked it. Okay. I, everything you said was right. Okay. Uh, you did mention the UFC thing, which we kind of just were talking about, which is why I think people might think it's a transition or an edit. Okay. But everything you said was great. You know, we I, had a, I appreciate you pointing that out too. Every, that's what that's what Nate has taught us. Holy fuck, we're learning. Yeah, we're trying to learn. We can't fit all the knowledge that he can into his head. Cause it's huge. Yeah, I mean that that was insinuating the joke, but oh, just had clarification. Yeah, yeah. Fuck you, Nate. Piece of shit. God, we miss you so much, though. But thank you, everyone. Please, uh, I would love if everyone gave us a nice little rate, follow, subscribe. You know, no tucks given. Just any type of comment, whether it's good, great, or fantastic, we'll appreciate it. You know, I, we've already had a bad comment too, so feel free to uh, leave a bad review and and ideally just tell us what we're doing wrong so we can fix it. Other than that, Nikki, looking into those baby blue eyes, maybe not baby blue, but uh, you can sign us off, man. This is No Tucks Given. Once again, give us a a little uh, follow. Give us a subscribe. Write a review for us, please. And just keep on doing your thing, baby. Good shit, Tuck Money. This is Nikki Mom and Dad signing off. Love you guys. No Tucks Given. No Tucks. So we totally fucking forgot. We thought actually the schedule was coming out, NFL schedule that is, at 5:30, but it was 4:30. Okay. So I'm looking at the clock, 4:32. Just now realized, kind of doodling on my uh, MacBook over here, not doodling, just browsing while Nikki was putting out that uh, outro. And sure enough, I saw the Raiders tweet the schedule. So I know you got it on your computer over there. You got the Pat schedule. We're just gonna go a little bonus. Bonus rounds right now, and we're going to break down what we think the records of our teams are going to be this year. Do you want to go first? I'll, I'll let you start us off, big guy. Are you sure? Absolutely positive. Are you, are you ready for the dominance, the, the Jared Sidham era in New England to, to fully begin? He, he's, he's looked at the schedule for 30 seconds now, and he, he's been writing a lot of shit down, and it's 434, and Nikki's already got the record. So go ahead. Tell me what you got. I'm sure it's going to be outlandish, but let's let's hear it, Mr. Stidham. You know, Tom Brady, he's done amazing things for this franchise, and I'm happy he's in Tampa. He's ready to move on, and, you know, so are we in New England. Uh, our, us true fans still believe in Bill, and we know we're going to get it done this year, and we're going to get it, it done. You had to shout out Tom Brady, though. I had to. It, it wouldn't have been a take without I had to, throwing in I, your golden I've had I've had people tell me, like, because I kind of shat on Tom Brady a little bit last year, shout out Jack Chuck, piece of shit, that people have told me that, oh, you're not a true Patriots fan because you, you're sick of Brady. And I'm like, you know what? Brady, Brady was no longer needed in New England. You, and you, you were an, an honest sportsman when it came to that. You put the team bias aside and realized what's the best option, and that's moving on. losing to the Titans and letting Tom Brady walk, and in comes Jared Legendary Stidham. 
Right. And I'm, I'm all for the Sidham area. Week one, era. who they got? Week one, we got Miami. And we're going we're gonna to beat Miami in Foxborough, possibly Tua's first game. Maybe Ryan Fitzpatrick gets the start. We don't really know yet, but it's a definitely, definite possibility that that's Tua Tagovailoa's first NFL game, and he starts in New England. I think the Dolphins will do something I didn't in the fantasy football final, and that is start Ryan Fitzpatrick. Fitzpatrick, okay, right. By the way, I lost my fantasy football final because the guy I went against started Ryan Fitzpatrick. So, yeah. so we both fucking hate Ryan Fitzpatrick. Right. So maybe they'll they'll do that. They go so with you, Fitz. Fitzmagic gets the start. Want to know? We're, you know, we're, we're you know Bill. He likes to get off to a hot start. Then we're going into Seattle, and you know we got Pete Carroll. Bill Belichick, you know, obviously the rematch of this epic Super Bowl. Seattle, they have our number in this instance. And you know why? Because I'd rather lose to them in the regular season any fucking day of the week because what's said is done when it comes to us in Seattle, you know. They beat us the year after the Super Bowl in Foxborough. Now we go. Jared Sidham, he's hot after game one, but, you know, they, they cool him down a little bit. We, we go, we're one and one, you know, going into week three. Week three, obviously, we're going to Las Vegas uh, or excuse me, the Raiders are coming to Foxborough. Yeah, there we go. There we go. We got the Tuck Money versus Nikki Mom and Dad matchup. And Tuck's going to say the Raiders are going to win. I obviously am going to say that the Patriots are going to win. It's Jared Sidham versus Derek Carr. And boy, I'm going to tell you one thing. If we we're know not, who will win that battle. If we're not in the same room watching that game together with a, a handle of Jameson in front of us, then we're not doing it right. Yeah. I couldn't have said it better myself. Walls, walls of... There's, there's going to be no limitations. There's no going to be no filters. We should have drywall standing by. Someone's not going to be happy when it's all said and done. So that, that's, that's us at 2-1. and one. We're going into week four. And then, ladies and gentlemen, we're playing the Kansas City Chiefs, the Super Bowl champions. L. We're in Arrowhead. What happened last time we were in Arrowhead after starting 2-1? for one? We fucking lost. We lost to them. And we go 2-2. Two and two, And there's all this uncertainty around Tom Brady. Well, guess what? Golden Boy's gone. We got Jared Sidham in the future. Jared, the future Stidham. He comes in. We lose to the Chiefs. It's fine. We're two and two, and then we go back to Foxborough. We play Denver at home, um, and we beat Denver. Drew Locke versus Jared Stidham. That is going to potentially be game of the year, right there. That's just an early. So that's four and one. That's so no. That's us three and two. Three and two. Excuse me. Three and okay. two. Week six bye. It's going to be a hell of a bye week. Belichick's going to have them be conditioning. We're going to be running up and down hills. The endurance of our team is going to just, you know, it's going to push us through for this latter half of the season. We go on, and we're playing the Niners. To all the Niners fans listening, obviously, Jared Sidham is a better quarterback than Jimmy Garoppolo. So he's going to get it done. He's going to get it done, Tuck. I couldn't agree more. So we, we win there, and that's us right there at 4-2, and two, week 7. A lot of people don't see it happening, but if you're a true Pats fan, you believe. Now... Here's where <laughs> here's where it gets a little interesting. We're going into week seven, we're going into week eight. Week eight, we're four and two. Oh, and this guy. We're playing we're playing the Buffalo Bills, and I I don't have Nate to fact check for me right now, and I'm not gonna look it up myself because I just I really don't care that much. I don't think the Bills have ever swept New England's for probably the past two decades for sure. Let alone they've barely gotten a win. Tom Brady's best record against any NFL team has been against the Bills. I believe you on that one. This is going to be the first time that the Bills beat New England not only once, but twice. Twice. In the season. So that's them winning in Week 8 and also in Week 16, but we'll wait. We'll, we'll hold on a sec. We're 4-3 we're and three going into Week 9. Or, excuse me. Yeah, we're 4-3 and three going into Week 9. Here we are 
at road against the Jets. This is the start of our seven-game win streak. Mr. Adam Gase himself. Mr. A- yeah, exactly. Mr. Adam Gase himself. We go into New York. We smack the shit out of the Jets. Easy money. It's not even a question. Sam Darnold's going to be seeing ghosts. Then we go back week 10. <laughs> we have Lamar Jackson. Keep it going. Lamar Jackson and company. J.K. Dobbins, Mark Ingram, the whole, the whole kit and caboodle. They're coming into Foxborough, and they're going to get absolutely pounded. Jared Siddham, <laughs> possibly five touchdowns in the air, maybe three on the ground, eight total for the game. It's going to be a shit show. I, I don't think Lamar rushes for any more than 25 yards, and he's probably gonna, it's probably going to be this is ridiculous. It's probably going to be his worst game ever in the history oh, of his career. Lamar Jackson, Week 10. I'm I'm not going to give you a prediction of the score. I just know it's going to be a lot to a little. Let's move on. <laughs> We're going to Houston, NRG Stadium. Deshaun Watson, possible future future Patriot. People ask, no, not at all, because Jared Siddham's the guy. Why? Why do we need Doug? You're laughing at me, but you know it's true. Why do we need Deshaun Watson when we have Jared Siddham? I'm, I'm gonna need an over under at like 13 and a half on Jared Siddham's name drop right now. But keep we it have, flying. We have we go this. we go into Houston. We smacked the shit. William James O'Brien is dumbfounded. They got the dub against us last year, but it was a fluke. That was with Brady at the helms with Stidham. We're going to steamroll him. Then we're back in Foxborough. Cardinals come in. Kyler Murray, um, I'm really high on him this season. DeAndre Hopkins, it's going to be a hell of a show. Stephon Gilmore, four interceptions, two pick sixes. It's going to be absolutely – it's going to be – Insane. It's going to be ridiculous. The record, but this is better than that. You're we're, giving me the record and going. you're this, telling me what's going to happen. This is the seven-game seven win streak, so I'm just going to keep it going, keep it flowing. Um, now we're on the road, three straight games. Something interesting right here. We play the Chargers. I believe it's Sunday night football. In L.A., we're going to get the dub. Tyrod Taylor, I'm a huge fan of, but when it comes to Jared Siddham and Tyrod Taylor, you guys know the result. We get the dub. <laughs> We go, we go to the Rams. We stay in L.A., so we stay in L.A., which is interesting because I'm, I'm curious to see what Bill's going to do. We obviously get Monday off because we got the dub. Then on Tuesday, what do we do? Do we practice? Like Probably just a walk through Tuesday and Wednesday, and then we have a game on Thursday. What do we do? We see Jared Goff and the L.A. Rams. Oh, Jared versus Jared. Uh, Jared versus Jared. Well, Jared versus Jared. Yeah, Jared. they spell it differently. They spell it differently, but I understand the pronunciation very similar. Tuck, what do we do? It's we, the same. We, we're gonna we're gonna murder them, and so that's us winning six straight right there. You don't think you don't think Sean McVay just wants a little bit of revenge in that game? Oh, he oh he wants it. Is he gonna get it though? Absolutely. I not. think Stidham. I think that's the, the uh, this is gonna be my take. This is the only take I'll say during your spiel is that Stidham collapses against Aaron Donald. He goes down that week. Out of all the outlandish things. That some may say have been said. That's the one you want to go with. Aaron, oh, I, I, I've been laughing at everything else. I'm not going to stop you. Aaron Donald against, against Stidham. It could be mayhem. I'm thinking that. I'm, I'm thinking honestly that Jared Stidham might get a nasty stiff arm in on Aaron. And Aaron, you know, it could be the end of his career. I don't know. We'll find out. To complete the seven game win streak, we're going into Miami where the Super Bowl was just recently played. We're going in. We're going to beat Tua. Tua's now going to be taking over. Fitzpatrick, you know, he did what he needed to do in the beginning of the season. Right, 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 right. We got Tua at the end. <laughs> now, back to week 16. This is our, our last loss of the season. I mentioned it earlier. The Bills are going to beat us twice. Hey, if they could go better than 12-4, and four, or if they go 12-4, and four, they're going to win division, which is a huge, um, a huge um, congratulations to them if it happens. I don't see it. Week 17, we're home against the Jets, and we get the dub. So... Essentially, a small little recap. We beat the we beat the Jets. We beat the Jets twice. We beat Miami twice. Um, our losses are to Seattle, the Chiefs, and the Bills twice. Uh, we get a dominant win against 
the Broncos, which kind of like sets our season up for a little bit, a steamrolling against the Ravens, and then the rest is history. The L.A. teams, they're going to get stomped on. And, yeah, that's the, the New England Patriots' first year without Tom Brady going 12-4. and four. Tuck. Thank you. That was some mom uh, and dad shit. I, I don't even know if the people want to hear what I think the Raiders' record is going to be. Uh, just just to, before you start, I'm going to let you talk. I'm not going to interrupt. I appreciate you giving me the floor there. Didn't really think I was going to get that much, that much tea time myself, but appreciate you. I didn't think I was going to get that much out of you. You, you said. I said, I, I, I said for the people, let's give them the record. And you just totally went off. And now I'm, you know, I, what am I going to do? You got to get, gotta you gotta get hyped up. Wild up. I, I don't think you get as hyped thinking about Derek Carr the way I do about Jared Stidham. But. Because I know what Derek Carr can be. And I just haven't seen it the past couple of years. But I have fucking faith. And that's why coming into this, I was going to say week one they lose to Carolina. But you know what? I get a little Del Rio vibe from John Gruden. Comes in, they slam the fucking foot on those throats, and they go 1-0 to start against Carolina. Obviously, bam, that's a great start. You go to back home. New Orleans Saints come into town. What, that's the first Monday night football game uh, for the Raiders in the new Las Vegas Stadium, which just looks like an first incredibly attractive Death Star. It's their and, first, yeah, game, first game ever. And, of course, what is it on? Monday night football. Uh, unfortunately, that means we get to hear that piece of shit Burger McFarlane. But you can always mute the TV. So. Not sure yet on that one, though. It's still all up in the air, right? It is. I'm sure he's going to get the money he wants. Uh, probably not that Tony Romo that he's looking for. But Drew Brees, Tony Romo, same guy. Raiders, steamroll him, 2-0. and Then you go to Foxborough. We've already had our discussion about this. I don't even really need to break down the detail. Jared Sinem's the starting quarterback for the New England Patriots in Week 3, and that just results in a Week 3 dub for the Las Vegas Raiders, 3-0. and Then they go back home. They stumble against a good team in the Buffalo Bills. They come in. Stephon Diggs maybe has a day. I think Trayvon Mullen's still going to be that CB1 that locks him down, but ends up scoring a last-minute touchdown. Bills take that one from a salty Raiders team. That's the second game ever in Las Vegas, so they're going to be a little upset. Bills are going to be 3-0 against our squads next year in 2020 season. That's, that's what I'm rolling with I like right that. now. I got them 3-1 after four weeks. Uh, obviously, Derek Carr, uh, I love you a lot. I'm really – expecting a big year but you go to arrowhead week five uh i don't even want to predict a score for that game i just know as nikki said it's going to be a lot to little that's an l for the las vegas raiders but it's good two l's in a row what do our teams have in common great franchises also week six a week bye. six bye i love so, that i love that you know like you said get the conditioning right make sure you're taking care of your body uh john's a, an old school guy i'm sure he's going to bring out the sled like mr madden himself would have loved mm. and he's going to get the guys in the trenches working you know really trying to develop josh jacobs who comes out of the fucking bye kind of a little sluggish start to the season uh weeks one through three he does it slows down four through five by week bam comes in Love tom that. brady has never seen a running back like josh jacobs because normally it's only a white running back that he's willing to throw to so he watches josh go for about 250 uh, that's 100 on the ground and 150 receiving. Hot that's, take. That's probably about an 80-yard screen, I'm expecting. Hot take. One of, one of the first plays. They go, bingo, 4-2. and two. So, at that point, you're liking your record. You know, as a head coach, John's probably happy. Uh, Mr. Mark Davis, with his shitty-ass haircut, I don't know how he can ever be happy, but he is. Uh, they go into Cleveland. They win that game. It's as simple as that. Odell, Baker, hogwash, don't care. You go, you go five and two. You know, sometimes they like to lay a dud against the Chargers, but ever since they moved to LA, if you're a Raiders fan, you know you've got two home games every year, and that's one 
against fucking, excuse me, that's one in Morning. Las Vegas against the Chargers because that, obviously that's a home game. And then when you go to L.A. and play the Chargers, it's a home game. It's also a home game. Because no one gives a fuck about the Chargers. Chargers play 16 road games a year. Everyone knows that. Right. So chalk that up as a dub. So you're sitting after week nine. What's, what's the record, Nikki? You've been paying attention? You're six and two. You were six and two. Pretty solid, right? Wouldn't you say? After after nine weeks. Yeah. I even had us at three losses by, by week nine, but they they end up going to Denver, or excuse me, Denver ends up coming to them week ten. Go. Drew Locke, you already said it, he's a piece of shit. Ever since that dancing video, I know Oakland's been wanting to get back at him. I think Max Crosby sets a career high day, actually an NFL day, five and a half sacks for the guy. Whoa. And yeah, it's gonna be a, a Max or Mad Max type of day, and he just shuts Von Miller the fuck up. Raiders win that going seven and two. Although we know Pat Mahomes, Tyree Kill, they come to town. We get it. You guys are really good, Pat. You're only twenty three. You're a piece of shit. You sound like Kermit the Frog, but you're a hell of a fucking generational quarterback. So seven Levy or say Levy. They go seven and three. Nice little rhyme scheme you, know, you got going there. Gosh. I wasn't trying to do that. Then we go to the Falcons. Uh, what are they known for? 28-3. to three. You're mm. just a piece of shit franchise. Even though Kyle Shanahan, the main piece of shit, left, they still are uh, in the trenches. Raiders win that game. They also just break the curse of uh, blowing that Eastern time zone type of type of game. You know, they, They've okay. kind of been known for doing that the past couple of years. However, what do they get hammered with? Another Eastern time zone game, and that's against the New York Jets. Uh Mr. Crazy Eyes himself, Adam Gase, has, has a good day on the playbook, and they end up losing that game. I'd say it's not going to be ugly like it was last year when the Raiders got their ass whooped, and that was a pretty big L for them. But it's, it's, it's going to be a close game. Ends up being a bittersweet loss because you know why? Sometimes you need those during the middle of the season. You, you need that loss. Go ahead. What, what do you guys I, say? I want to say whatever, whatever coach um, between Adam Gase and John Gruden probably – consumes more uh, smelling salts to start the game is probably going to be the one to win. And so in this case, you have it with Adam Gase. Probably going, I'd say, 6-5 to five Adam Gase in smelling salts. Oh, he's for sure taking more than John. I don't think – I think that was a, a little bit past John. I know he still probably does rip him every now and then. Sure. But after 12 weeks, what have we got him going? Oh, 13 weeks, excuse me. 13 weeks, then your – that was your third loss, right? That, that was – The Jets? Actually, the fourth loss. Had him losing to the, the Bills, the Chiefs, the Chiefs again, and the Jets. Okay. So they're sitting at a pretty – what is that? Fuck. Don't <laughs> even know know my numbers. My computer died on me, so that's kind of why I'm, oh, I'm uh, over here looking at Nikki's. Eight and four. Eight and four, yeah. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Eight and four. Four games left. They have a nice little four-game stretch to – the Jesus, to finish up the season. Don't have enough fucking – Running out of beer. Don't have enough hazy wonder in me. This is only my second guy. But week 14 against the Colts, um, I think the Colts had a hell of a draft. They're going to be a better team this year. And I still think the Raiders end up taking a dub. This is one of the almost last games. They get that three-home game stretch in Las Vegas. They end up fucking running the ball. Derek Carr has a couple play actions. I like Darren Waller having a big day against Indianapolis. like that. And that sets them up to 9-4. and four. Uh, Obviously, any team would love to be 9-4 and four when it's all said and done after a solid 14 weeks. But the Raiders... They're not, not done there. Not they're work. not done there. They're going to fucking just take care of the Chargers because they're a piece of shit. Justin Herbert, at this point, I hope is starting. I think he's going to start the whole season. Hopefully he's still playing Whoa. because uh, I don't think he's going to be doing it like that. 
And the Raiders just beat the dog shit out of them. That, that game shouldn't even be on the schedule because chalk it up as a W. Like that. Oh, 100%. Justin Herbert, you think he's going to start the whole season? Holy fuck, Tyrod's the, the man. Oh, no, no, no. I mean, I, I, I think uh, he'll get a good playing time, like a good stretch. I, I think Tyrod probably goes down like week, week the, nine when we play them. Mad Max. Whoa. I'd never wish upon an injury upon a man, but... That's a crazy the, theory, though. I like that. We're going with week 16 now, right? And this game's still to, to be determined, it's saying. It says it's potentially on December 26th, or it could be on December 27th. It could be the Saturday game. So maybe Saturday a flex game. game. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So it's the Miami Dolphins. Nikki's got Tua starting at this point. I don't give a fuck. It's the Miami Dolphins. Dolphins. So can't spell Dolphins without an L, and that's what they're going to be getting. Raiders get the dub, moving them to nice 11 and 4. Now you got to close up the season. This is what they always say, you know. They're like, fuck, they're going to Denver. We've got to go to Mile High, you know. Nikki and I both haven't been part of the Mile High Club. We hope to someday join it. But Hopefully. until then, it's only Mile High Stadium. And that's fucking the Raiders going in week 17, shutting that bitch up, Drew Locke, again, and just telling him, we're better than you as a team. We're going to run the ball down your throat. We're going to pass when we want. I like what John said the other day. We got three tight end sets that consist of Darren Waller, a former abuser of drugs who is now just an incredible player. And that it consists of Jason Wynn, who's mm. like 55 and one of the best tight ends of all time. Just a and locker that, room guy. And that also consists of Foster Moreau, second-year tight end out of mm. LSU. There's a reason Thaddeus Moss wasn't receiving the love the past couple of years, only this last year, and that's because Foster Moreau's the real deal. So they run that three tight end set. Moreau. They fucking, they just, bam. Every play, every play down their throat. John just gets in his fucking groove, and the Raiders, Las Vegas Raiders, go 12 and 4. They break the curse of losing to Denver in that last week. No Akib to lead chain snatching from any fucking bullshit like that. Raiders come in, and they just have a hell of a season got them going the same record as you don't want to say i'm a copier but what can i say we got good teams i almost want to say that yes you you are a copier like how, how does that make us look to tell we're telling our listeners oh both our teams are going 12 and 4 well at first i thought you had them you, you had said before air or before we no, came on air no 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 that, no. that they were going 13 and 3 well, I've said on air, yeah, I have said on air 13 and granted, three, that was only, you only saw the schedule and looked at it for two minutes because it had only been out for that long. But still, it, that, that's what you said. But but I like the 12 and 4. I didn't mean to copy you. I kind of maybe had him going 11 to 5 area. Okay. But, I mean, any team could also always fuck up and just go 8 and 8, and that's the type of season that you absolutely hate. Right. And that's the season you've been so uh, accustomed to and something that I've never seen. Yeah, I mean – yeah, I can't. There's no comeback to that. I mean, I, I have been accustomed to it. As a Raiders fan, you get used to it. You know, you you take the L's. But this year, twelve and four, really like it. Um, Hopefully, we're out. I one just, of these I games, really, man. I really hope they don't have any hiccups this year when it comes to those uh, shitty teams that they play. Quote unquote shitty teams. I think they have a, a solid schedule, but I, I like I like what I see. And yes, I agree. I I really hope we can go to one of the games this year because. You being the Brady guy, I know you want to go week seven, Tampa Bay. hundred percent. I really yeah. do. We're debating, folks. We don't know what to do. We know we know it's going to be very interesting, but we're not going out of left field and going all the way to Foxborough for for a week three matchup. Holy fuck! I mean, honestly, that is the time of year to go to Foxborough because it's not fucking freezing cold yet. You know, it's still kind of like tailgate season for for but the it's still Foxborough. But so. it's still Foxborough. I've heard bad things, but 
I think we just killed this speed round of this week 17 schedule 2020 NFL season. Yeah, I, I, I'm not going to lie. I'd give you the edge on this one. Mm. Uh, I, he's had all three beers, so maybe that's just a little bit of the more uh, liquor uh, energy coming from him. But, hey, I, I, I really do believe from the bottom of my heart that my team is going to go 12-4 this year. I, I love that for you. I hope it happens. And, honestly, you can, you can say it was the beers, Tuck, but in reality it's just because I know I have a stallion at quarterback position for New England. Whatever number he rocks, I can't wait to get a jersey for it. Get a jersey for my family, my loved ones. If you want one, we can size you up too. But <laughs> just, the, just the way I think about Jared Stidham, man, oh, it fucking it gets me going. No Jimmy's going to be Russell talking with Stidham. Oh, and I absolutely love that for you. And ladies and gentlemen, that was a little bonus round. Nikki, sign us off. No tucks given. There it is.